so things I like to do, right? And just, you know, go right into Hey, the my name's Sean Taylor. That's Chris Ford planning some things in the background. Hey, and, and well, actually, hold on. Chris Ford's down here. And this is our special guest for today. Uh, to team up on me with with Chris is, and that's Mike. And today is the day where Sean's going to have to be wrong about stuff, probably. And that's fine. Uh, welcome to Avatar The Last Podcasters. Mike, thanks for joining us. I'm going to let you introduce yourself, if that's okay. And then I'll have Chris introduce the topic. Sure. Yeah. Oh, also tell, us, uh, oh, also tell us... Also tell us what element you would bend in do we have any other questions for guests we haven't had a guest in a while sean Need more guests. Been, is, uh, how about a how about a ship like a hot take ship that you either oh. do or don't Ooh. like make it hot Ooh, a hot take ship that's okay. yeah it can be a good uh, one or one that yeah. exists that you in don't what like. element in what element you would be well water tribe all day okay. every day water <laughs> team team water um as far as a ship i'll just say it Zutara's trash, and we just need to let that die. <laughs> oh, they spent two scenes together, and everybody's like, "Oh, they're meant to be," and it's like, "No, they they they're really not. They're friends at best." One don't, of us. One I'm, of us. I'm. We've been over this. I don't. I don't support Zutara, but I don't hate it. Love the shit you love. I hate it. I I. I <laughs> Please keep listening, Zutara fans. Please keep. Yeah, I eliminated <laughs> half of our audience right then and there. I'm no, no, sorry. no, no, no. We still love them. <laughs> Thing is, our audience. Well, okay, we have one bad review on on Apple. <laughs> like we have five star every every review five stars. It's not a lot. It's like twenty or something. But there's one because we did a a ships episode. We had a guest, Jamie, who's guest on us uh, so many times. She's a huge Zutara fan. Um, and uh, and we we have a we had a pretty good rapport with Jamie, so we could crack jokes with each other, being like, "How oh, you're done for doing that?" So, so there was a you know, give and take there. And then some person wrote in; they were completely disrespectful to their guests because like everything was going fine until their shifts episode, and then like they were rude to her and stuff. I'm like, I don't think we were. It was a. And then someone else did a review. Was like, don't pay them any mind. Like they're just. I don't know whatever it said, but anyway, go out review that. Review the episode. Review the podcast. Yeah, I'm okay. sorry, I interrupted you introducing yourself. Please tell him about hazing guests. I think that's great. <laughs> that's amazing. No, but in all seriousness, like the Zutara thing could have worked if that's what the direction they wanted to take it, but they didn't give that relationship any time. So it feels kind of pointless to waste so much energy on it. But as far as introducing myself i'm mike uh i am a writer editor for collider.com uh i am also a podcaster for the amateur otaku which is a anime podcast that we live stream every single thursday uh and the chatter after which is a movie podcast we're over there like three times a week talking different movies shows on my personal channel i do a lot of video essays uh, YouTube shorts talking about Avatar: The Last Airbender and anime and all that fun stuff. So, this is my favorite franchise of all time. Just putting that out there. So, mm. I'm really excited to be here with you guys talking about it. You said franchise too, Chris. That's an interesting thing that we've not really explicitly my favorite talked franchise. about. Franchise. I mean, it is. If you if you think of Batman as its own franchise, I do. And you even think of DC as its as a whole that's still mm. 
Bat- Batman means so. You don't much get to, to claim me. all of DC. That's outrageous. But it's a fr- but it's a franchise. No, DC Batman is the franchise. Is... DC is the uh... Batman can be a friend. All right, even if we want to put Batman as a franchise of himself, which includes the Bat Family villains, things like mm-hmm. that. That's fine. Batman would still be like it's it's so great. Like it is, it get is that? in my DNA. Um, but Avatar is this is easily second. You see, I think when you phrase it that way, I love Batman too. But I've also been way more disappointed in a lot of Batman projects than I have Avatar. So it's like, you know, Batman and Robin annoys me. Batman Forever, you know, some of the comics aren't great. So it's like, as much as I love Batman, I don't think I've ever have. I don't think I've ever had a, a series like this one where I can just watch it, read it, no matter what. Yeah. Love whatever comes out from that material. Aside from that terrible movie, but we're not going to hash that over here today. I figured the movie is always a moot point, but I was going to ask you if you'd played any of the video games. But regardless, <laughs> thanks. Uh, for- the the video games? I don't think I actually have ever, which is weird. I've at least I tried <laughs> everyone I can get my hands on, and the only ones worth replaying at all is the Platinum Games one, and then a 3DS game came around the same. Like it's it's the, the same exact time it was a 3ds game and it was like a tactic strategy and it wasn't horrible. Yeah. Paper scissors rock kind of makes sense for this this franchise in video game form, you know. So that definitely the, tracks <laughs> the the Pokemon formula. So this is irrelevant to what we're talking about right now, but you just mentioned Batman and Robin. I just got my action figures, like Farland action figures from Batman and Robin, and they're freaking mm-hmm. amazing. Uh, but like Poison Ivy, just like staring at me right now, it's it's eerie. Uh, oh wow! Anyway, she was a great cast. Uma Thurman as Poison Ivy, one mm-hmm. of the most wasted potential castings ever. She, well, she she looks great as Poison Ivy. Like looks ripped out of the comic for for a lot of the. You know, anyway, that's not here, but not a great. Design wise, Batman and Robin is the most probably the most visually interesting Batman movie. Really visually think. interesting is. Is a, is a way to put it. <laughs> yeah, that is. <laughs> they were... It was eye catching, is what it was. Yeah, it was. I mean, Gotham looked very weird, but I kind of dug it. Well, honestly, if you are, if your fellow fellow Batman person, we'll have to get you on with John on some other time, so we can cook up some kind of great Batman. I loved talking about our top. We, did we rank every Batman movie? I think when John was on here, but then. Within our the Batman review, we took thirty minutes out of that three hour long review, maybe, to rank the Batmans. Yeah, all the, all the live that's what it was. Batmans. Okay, that was a lot of fun. I think also ranked the movies. We should have split that episode up. We should have. That was a lot. It, but <laughs> listen, Mike, if you're down, apparently we've got to split some episodes up later. <laughs> you have hey. to reshoot. You don't have to tell me twice. I love like DC's my second love. Well, thank you. Uh, Thank you very much for joining us today. We appreciate it. And we'll appreciate your your insight on this fantastic topic, which, Chris, if you don't mind, I'm going to have you walk us through the gameplay. Yes. So I love anime. I love anime since Konami days. You know, Dragon Ball Z. Sailor Moon might have actually been my first anime. Yu Yu Hakusho is still my favorite anime of all time. Uh, I've loved so much anime since then. And now for our last Airbender is my favorite show of all time. And so many people ask all the time, is Avatar an anime? And while that, while there's, you know, 
gray areas here and there because anime just means animation in Japanese, apparently. Like, to them, everything animated is anime. Um, <laughs> and they're like, oh, well, is it made in Asia? Well, some animes actually aren't made in Japan. Some are made in Korea. Anyway, it's, it's such a, it can be a convoluted question, <laughs> but what people aren't asking is what if Avatar Last Airbender was like definitely an anime? Like, no doubt about it, it was an anime. Like, it was based off a of manga and probably Shonen Jump. I would think it's the most applicable uh, publisher. Um, and adapted in anime form. How different would the show, how, how different would the show be? Uh, so we each have about five, <laughs> uh, five lists are ranked our top five ways that Avatar Last Airbender and uh, The Legend of Korra would be different if it was definitely an anime. So we'll just kind of go back and forth going through the numbers. Um, I really want to bring in a guest, uh, Mike. I know Mike is really into anime because Sean is not that into anime. But I still would like Sean's perspective on this as a person who's not as into anime as I am. But just kind of just kind of push through it, Sean. Like, so no, I'm... have you watched Death Note? And then you still never finished Attack on Titan. No, I didn't finish Attack on Titan. I did not finish Death Note. I I uh, made it through the majority of the more recent, better according to the internet, Full Metal Alchemist. Uh, when you say anime mm -hmm. and what you know, when when we talk about love and anime, I just have that limited sliver of American Fox and and WB, you know, Yu Gi Oh, Digimon. Dragon Ball you do Z love those. to some extent. Well, not Dragon Ball Z, but you do love Yu-Gi-Oh. You have a fondness for Pokemon. Yeah, absolutely. And you love Digimon. Absolutely. You weirdly love Digimon. Yeah. Well, just the first chunk, though, which is actually a problem with all of uh, anime for me, is, man, that power creep over time tends to be a turnoff for me. It's like I have... It's like I'm a rubber band, and power creep stretches me out, and then at some point I just snap. I'm like, nope, that's too much. I'm done. Well, Digimon does power creep stupidly. It does, oh, which is why I always... Because so a mouse turns into an angel thing <laughs> with a sword. First of all, lizard. I actually think he's supposed <laughs> to be... I think he's supposed to be like a winged pig. Like a hairy winged pig. It's weird. I might be mistaken. But second of all, I always clarify the first 13 episodes. That first arc of Digimon, I love. Everything after that I watched because it was on... That's about all I got. But the first 13? Oh. It's great. Which is up through the Anjumon sequence and yeah. when they beat Devimon. Like, I don't remember that crap. I do. <laughs> I remember. Anyway, that's... Listen, I don't not love anime. I just have a narrower selection that Chris rightly keeps trying to expand. That's good for me. That's good for me. Yeah, but, I, I guess uh, that kind of leads to a question I did have earlier, though, Sean, of like, what what's the issue with anime compared to Avatar The Last Airbender? Because there's a lot of similarities between a lot of shonen anime and Avatar. So what makes this series different in your eyes? So the two things, and they won't show up in my list because they are like the distinct not anime parts, is that it's it's really concise. Mm -hmm. It's a tight story. We got a three-season story, right, with a... Yeah. With a visible and and satisfactory end. Um, it, it's not the end in that there's not any more story, but that story in and of itself feels like it's tied up very nicely. And frankly, just the, the more 
the more rule bound defined powers that don't just make me feel like anything can happen uh, just by like every character is a deus ex machina that happens to be another character's weakness, right? Like none of that stuff is here. It's like a known universe for the most part of what the, what powers can and can't do. And so yeah. those things comfort me. Mm-hmm. It's a universe that makes sense. In a story that's tight. I get it. Two things that anime don't usually... Yeah, and so I don't feel bad sharing those now because they don't appear on the list in that exact fashion uh, Mm -hmm. as they are kind of the disconnects in my mind between Avatar and what you would normally consider anime. That's just my take. But again, uh, you know, I'll draw from the experience I do have and it'll be limited and boring, but that's why you're here. (laughs) (laughs) Like all might. Yep. Uh, <laughs> uh, Chris, do you want to get do you want to get started? Do you want me to get started? <clears throat> do you want to get started? I will. I'll. I will get started with my number five. Please. Okay. I have one thing. I have a list of like twelve or thirteen, but I'll get started with my five, and then afterwards I'll cover everything else. In my list. Uh, that's true. We'll number put in. Five. We'll put in what he call those the bookmarks. So when we're done, and then we just spend an insane amount of time rattling off honorable mentions, we'll we'll bookmark that. Yeah. Uh, number five. One, two, three, four, five. Yes. Number five. If Avatar was an anime, it would have more deadly combat. Uh, meaning it'll include, like, blood, limb severing, and death, things like that. Avatar kind of shies away from those things because it is a Y7 kids show. But if it was an anime, people would be losing. Someone's going to lose a limb. Someone's going to die. And the interesting thing is, is that I think I went into when I was first watching Avatar. I think I had an anime mind of like, okay, someone's going to die. Like I, I was for sure that Iroh or Zuko would die, and whoever didn't die would teach Aang fire bending. Like I was set on that going into season three. Like one of these two are definitely going to die. If it was an anime, one of them probably would die. On screen. Uh, so in general, the the combat would be uh, more deadly and stuff. Oh, and and if one of us mentions another person's on their list, someone else on their list, you can you know chime in a little bit, but you can still get back to it when you, when you yeah you can go more in detail and stuff when it gets to to uh, to your if it is on your list. So that's my number five. Mike, would you like to go next? Or you want me to? You know yeah, what? I can we go should next. let Mike go first. He's the guest. I feel bad. Let's redo it's... this whole thing. I'm kidding. No, no, I, it, it's perfect though because yours leads into mine's, and mine's would just be more mature storytelling, right? Like, this series starts off with an air nomad genocide, and they don't show it. If this was an anime, we definitely would have seen more of that mm. instead of like Aang showing back up to the air temple and seeing like Monkey Yatsu's corpse. And for a Nickelodeon show, that is dark, right? Like, that was probably the limits that that series could, could push it. Um, I also just want to say, like, the more deadly fights and the more mature elements that they can introduce, I don't even know if that's necessarily a good thing or a bad thing. I think a, a exactly. lot of the charm, yeah, yeah, a lot of the charm of the show is that it's doing all this wonderful world building and storytelling while still being a Y7 show. So, yeah. I don't. I don't think that this would necessarily be an improvement, but it would give them more opportunities. One of the things, because we are including the Legend of Korra, right? One of the things that blew my mind was when we see <laughs> the Earth Queen just get suffocated by Zaheer, and it's like, 
those are things we would have never seen in Avatar Last Airbender. I thought but, you were going to make a joke that about, you said, one of the things that blew my mind, and I thought you were going to, punchline was going to be that they blew the mind of a character, literally. That's another thing, <laughs> you know, I didn't even think of it, but that's exactly, um, that's the thing that would be more common if this franchise wasn't anime. Um, action movie were, level lines as you walk away from a play scene. Bloodbending would be insane. Exactly. I didn't yeah, think of that. It'd be it'd be terrifying. You would just see them rip it out of somebody's body. <laughs> if yeah. This was an anime. Um, oh, the blood will be coming through their eyes and and stuff, and then Katara would yeah. stop just short of killing uh, Young Ra. Yeah. So this this question to me, like I'm the way I have mine set up. I'm kind of looking at it like you were saying, uh, Chris, of a shonen jump type of lens because. Avatar Last Airbender, for those who don't know what a shonen anime is, that is usually starring like a young boy protagonist who's gaining power and learns the power of friendship and has to save the day. That That's Naruto, that's Demon Slayer, that's My Hero Academia, that's all the, the main shonens, right? Um, and I feel like Avatar would fit that mold, and so... Not Attack on Titan. Not a t- that's also not a technically a shonen, but it tricked us into thinking think it was a shonen for like two seasons. <laughs> is it not? Was it? I mean, it was published in Shonen, wasn't it? I don't think it was. It's at least not on the Shonen okay. Jump app now. Um, okay. Uh, but when you watch the show, the, the, the setup definitely feels like it's a Shonen, and it, they pull the rug out from under you in episode uh, one. Um, but yeah, I think the more mature stories, mainly like seeing, like you are saying, people die, especially like the Air Nomads. I feel like when we do the flashback to the Avatar and the Fire Lord episode specifically, we probably would see that battle play out and those deaths play out. Um, so I think that that to me is probably my first big point of like more mature elements added to the story. Yeah. I do want to point out that like some of these changes are for better or for worse. Like my number one, I think is, no, I'll get to it. <laughs> Teaser. Nice. My number five is that I feel like the spirit world would play a larger role, both narratively and kind of as an on-screen presence, as that kind of nebulous, invisible hand that could make things move when they needed to move, uh, maybe initiate some more creative uh, creative energies and powers oh and things God. like that. I think it would play... Yeah, there, would... There, there would probably definitely be, and this might be in, my, in one of my uh, honorable mentions... But the power system will probably definitely include like spirit world energy. Like, oh, their chi energy is here, but he's now relying on the spirit energy. Like, I can't, something like that. But in in my mind, uh, it would almost be like the the spirit world would like its role in this show is more passive, and people are using it. I think in a in an anime, it would be it would almost have a life of its own. I feel like yeah. be its own more of its own character. The entire spirit world. Yeah, I feel like the Legend of Korra tried to do that in book two of that series a little bit of Here. taking us back there and like trying to make the spirit world its own like living, breathing character and like this alternate dimension as opposed to in the original series we visit it once in a while. You know, we have a panda, but that's kind of the extent <laughs> of it. <laughs> I mean, he's a relatively um, large panda, but yeah, for sure, for sure. But yeah, yeah no, I, I think no one ever calls out that. That uh, that the panda spirit is just a bear. Just like, no a one regular old bear. Out. 
It's the second bear we sell. Oh, that should be a dang it. We're not doing trivia. Anyway. <laughs> That's a very good point. The only normal bear outside of Bosco, right, in the entire franchise. Yeah. It was actually Bosco's great grandfather. That's not canon, but they, you know, that's what oh, they wanted. Okay. Man, that makes total sense to me. Uh, Mike, why don't you hit us with your number four first? Yeah. Um, this next one would just be. It, it's it's kind of twofold because it could be either worse pacing and more filler or longer arcs. And that can go in any direction you want to take it, right? Because, like, the most hated episode of Avatar Last Airbender is what? Like, The Great Divide. And that is a classic anime filler episode. <laughs> Nothing of consequence happens in it. You can skip it without missing pretty much anything. And so if this series was an anime, especially, again, looking at it as a guise of an anime in 2005... There would have been a lot more episodes like that that would have bogged down the story. But on the flip side, you would get longer arcs, right? You might get a prequel arc. One of my favorite um, Naruto mini arcs is like seeing Kakashi's origin, right? You mm. might do something more with Iroh and him being the Dragon of the West. You can do cool stuff like that, but also the oh, consequence yeah. would be it would be a less tight story overall, and you yeah. might get a couple more bad eggs in the basket. There'll be some There'll be some dilution, definitely. Right. And I just but, don't like those those manufactured, sorry, it's a negative opinion, but like that kind of yeah. manufactured drama as filler episodes are like, like Bato and The Great Divide, the things that I don't like about them are kind of similar mm-hmm. in that it's just, it's sort of a, a couple silly character choices kind of ruin the entire thing for me. Uh, right. Feels that they so. Have to act out of character for the plot to happen. Right. Just, just to, to fill an episode yeah. in. And I, <laughs> Yeah, I could see it having maybe more of that. Yeah. yeah. So Us that, here, we, we hate we hate Bots of the Water Tribe more than the Great Divide. Slightly. You I know, would die I, on... Yeah. I can't argue with that. Like, I feel like the Great mm. Divide's not a particularly good episode, but Bots of the Water Tribe is like... it it It's a character assassination of Aang, honestly. It is. Characters are not acting like themselves. It mm. is... It does, Bots of the Water Tribe does not get to hate that it deserves. I'm not saying one thing. There's no. I bad think it's episode. just because people get hyped to no see to of, see the the, tr- the water tribe. I think it's like just an emotional thing that people think fondly yeah. of it. Oh, I, oh yeah. The thing is, every time that I try to talk bad about Bottle of the Water Tribe, I'm then reminded that June is introduced in Bottle of the Water Tribe, and then I'm like, oh yeah, that's why. I get. I mean, yeah, but better. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. But. Either way, it's that again. It's that it's uh, the filler episodes maybe spawned from not great creative sources. Yeah, and I don't know like all the behind the scenes, but that could have been Nickelodeon mandated it be a twenty-five episode season or whatever it was. So they had to make two random ones to fit in there, and that mm. would be if this was an anime. Sh- if you guys don't read manga or watch anime, you don't know how involved Shonen Jump can be. Of like, hey, we've got to meet our quotas. You've got to get chapters out. So chapters may be shorter or the quality might dip a little bit because they're rushing the writer. So if we're using the guise of this is based on a manga, we might get a couple things where it's like, oh, okay, we get the the random Sokka episode. But again, on the flip side, you can get something really cool out of it. Like the history of Kyoshi Island or Iroh prequel or, you know, an Azula arc where she's off on her own doing xyz right one of my favorite arcs um in naruto is 
Sasuke versus the Five Kage Summit, right? And that's just... We cut to Sasuke, and he's doing a thing, and Naruto's not involved, but that's like a good 15-episode stretch following a different character. And so, while you can always have that, you can get Bato of the Water Tribe. (laughs) I hate Sasuke with a passion. Just like the Mm. worst character. I hate Sasuke. But, I think... So my daughter recently rewatched. <clears throat> not re- she recently watched Naruto. So this is probably my third time watching it. And now I, I get to me as a viewer, I think I'm supposed to hate Sasuke. To me, Sasuke is like the epitome of like everything is handed to you. Like all his power ups are because like he gets the curse mark. Itachi gives him this, and someone gives him this, and that. And it's like Naruto's like I have to train really hard, and and also depend on people around me. That's how I grow in my strength, which. The third time I watched, I was like, okay, I get it. that's kind of the message here. Yeah. Um, it's the connections that Naruto has that makes him stronger, not the kind of taking power from other people just for the sake of taking power. But whatever. Still hate Sasuke. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least you like at least you understood what they were trying to do with Sasuke, at least. Some people don't uh, even give him that. <laughs> <laughs> uh Sean, you're number four. I think it's on you. Or it's on me. Uh I'll go. Zuko and Aang learning firebending from dragons would have been a way bigger, more aggressive, uh, like, two to three episodes ordeal. It would have been a crazier, insane task. There would have been self-harm involved. And it it would have been much bigger and wilder. And I would have loved that. This would have been, for Sean, a change for the positive. They'd have had to fight the dragons. 100%. They would have had to be fighting them dragons. And it would have been great. Uh, and then the dragons, after they beat him, would have had this long, awesome monologue about what this means for them and what they have to do with this power. It would have been, would have been awesome. Mm-hmm. And probably would have been one of my favorite episodes of anything ever. <laughs> Can't beat a good dragon fight. My, I do have in my honorable mentions that there will be like more training. Like, we see... And outside, out we do see training. Right? Like, Katara trains with Masapaku, Aang trains with Katara. We see these times and moments that Aang trains with Toph and and Zuko and Sokka trains with Masapi and Dao. But these are all like one episodes each. Like in anime, trainings take episodes for each. There's there's an arc. An entire arc. An entire arc, right. Because like I think Demon Slayer's next arc is Hashira training arc. That's the season. Yeah. Yeah. We're talking about practice, practice. Well, even practice. Yeah, yeah. I think training is something I did miss in this show. Like, we d- one of my favorite episodes is Toph trying to teaching earthbending and like mm. him struggling with that. Right. I mean, it can be and, a source of such good character uh, connection with an audience. Right. So I don't know how much more I would have wanted, but maybe instead of like you said, one episode, it just be a two parter two episodes and that padding would have helped out a bit more um but if, yeah if this was an anime we definitely would have had the big training moment before the final battle at least because we get like a scene of it in the finale and then and it's just like oh yeah the, these characters are going to be together anyway so we're just going to skip past that it's funny legend the legend of korra is probably a lot closer to anime than avatar was because like we see her airbending training and she's training the whole time for it it's simply in an anime you train and sometimes you don't get something until you're in a battle and you you you, you get it at the right moment at the right time for in a battle and that's what happened to court like she was able to airbend 
at the perfect moment against the here. So um, it's not something I've noticed before, but yeah, Korra probably resembles more of an anime than, uh, in a lot of ways than Avatar does. Oh, there's one big thing that is not like a shonen anime. I'll, I'll get to that. Anyway, <laughs> my number four, four is there'll be more exposition. <laughs> Just anime-ass exposition galore. Characters explain stuff. I am I'm caught up now on Jujutsu Kaisen, the manga, and it is just like something, something, domain expansion, cancel out that domain, something, something, something. I'm just like, oh my gosh, this is this is not like this is not it's bad exposition. Outside handles exposition in such a great way. Like I always go back to that first episode. They tell you the world. The setting of the whole world so naturally like katara talking about like talking to Sokka, like ever since dad when i was fighting the war and you're like oh there's a war okay mm-hmm. like and like they they do a much better job explaining things naturally doing that position naturally that doesn't feel like exposition but there will be so much more exposition one you thing know, about fine. the exposition in this series though to me is just go to the intro like Instead of wasting time in the show developing all that, <laughs> 30 seconds, you know the entire history of this series and what's happening yeah. and what's at stake. And that's why I think it's not a theme song. It doesn't have the, the greatest music, right? Like, I love the Avatar theme, but, like, that intro tells you everything you need to do. And if this was an anime, this would be, like you said, a lot of exposition. That just might be an episode of somebody recapping everything before it even starts. Oh, gosh. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, for sure. <laughs> All right, uh, Sean, hit us with your number three. My number three is that I think the uh, the Aang and Ozai fight would have somehow, somehow, like Ozai would have got to hit to that like Dragon Quest second evolution and third evolution forms, and that would have been like a four episode just the fight by itself. Uh, but he would have had, I think in anime, he would have had one, if not two, other, like, last tricks on his sleeve. Like, when you think he's got incapacitated, uh, and he he's like, but wait, there's more, you know? And then, I can't picture necessarily what that is, but I think they would have specifically found ways and built up two prior in the story. Uh, maybe more nebulousness or, or untapped potential to his powers or what the, the, what the world knows he's capable of. Hmm. Yeah. Well, that's my long-winded way of saying, I think it would have been a bigger, a bigger, longer fight with more, more shenanigans. Yeah. That kind of ties into <clears throat> to mine. Um, so I think I could just, just get out the way. Please. Um, the fights, yeah, they would be bigger, grander scale, specifically that last one, right? Like, one, I know I, I'm going back to the Naruto well of, like, when Naruto comes back to the Leaf Village and fights Pain, right? That's a big Ooh. deal. And it's in the center of Konoha, and everybody's watching Naruto do this, because he's finally gained the power to save his village. Aang should, like, Aang's fight probably would take place in ba- in Bossing say, right? Because, like, it's just him and Ozai in, like, a wasteland, and, like, Nobody sees it. Nobody's there except for like a couple airships yeah. and yeah. Toph is knocking those down. And I never so thought about it. It's it would... like a completely inconsequential to the viewer place. Yeah. Because... There's not a lot of... Yeah. Keep going. Sorry. 
No, I was just going to, because of the rating. Because Ozai's raining fire from above. And if anyone was down there, they would be dying. That's okay. Understood. <laughs> and, so, and so that kind of goes back to the thing we were saying are earlier. You, of like, <laughs> Mike, are you into D&D at all? Actually, I'm not. Okay. No. I'm trying to fix that this year, though. Okay, there's a uh, there's a meteor shower spell out there for D&D nerds. That's what, that's what this is making me think of. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's essentially what's happening. And so I feel like that entire season specifically, oh, Aang, yeah. Aang is hiding, right? Like, we want to hide that the Avatar is alive for this great opportunity. And so I feel like Aang didn't get that. I am back. I am here to save the day. Moment. Oh that yeah. That, that's, would... yeah. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. That's. Yeah. E- even though he says sometimes like the avatar is back, in anime he would show up at the perfect time. But hey, like someone will be on the verge of death. <laughs> right. Like, hey, you're here. <laughs> exactly. And then, yeah, this, that was a great point about city destruction. I think. Which again, Legend of Korra does, like especially in Book Four, like Uvira's take takes out as a, a skyline. <laughs> like people probably did, although they did get people out. They said they got people out, but in anime, people wouldn't get out. It'll just be destruction. Yeah, is it possible uh, <laughs> that Korra is an anime and Avatar isn't? What? <laughs> the, the more we keep <laughs> talking, the... maybe. <laughs> yeah. Just trying to stir no. things up on the cast here. That's all stir up the pot no but yeah i think um just bigger scale fights like and that's not even disrespect to the wonderful fights that we have in this show mm-hmm. but yeah none intended but like the um for example the last acne kai with zuko and azula beautiful fight nobody's there except for katara and it's like <laughs> usually these type of fights are especially in in-game fights they're set on a stage where the fire, like this, is happening. The Fire Nation sees uh, this, and yeah, in, in that in that scenario, Azula wouldn't care about people being hurt, but right. but Zuko would, and then he would earn the admiration of the village around him. Like, oh, this should be our Fire Lord. Like, and, and it, it would support his right. his rise to Fire Lord. Because other than that, it just feels like he just and took his, power from another person. But, yeah. He regains his honor in that moment by becoming. Right, and that'd be the yeah. anime trope of, I didn't get it from my father, but my destiny led yeah. me here, and then the yeah. Fire Nation accepts. It's the Naruto thing again, I know, but well, yeah, it's, it's yeah. classic trope. <laughs> <laughs> That's mine. Uh, my number three, you guys already went over, especially my filler arcs, there will just be filler arcs. There'll be way more filler arcs. And for, for better or for worse, filler is not a bad thing, Right. <laughs> Some filler can be bad, but and so there'll be probably probably some bad filler. There'll probably be some great filler as well. Um, there there would just definitely be some some filler arcs, and I would accept it. Would there is something about Avatar being like sixty one episodes? You can watch it in in two weeks, and it's just so self contained, and that is part of its charm, but. I wouldn't mind more, is all I'm saying. But yeah, definitely for arcs. They leave you wanting more. I can definitely see, like, in a lot of uh, filler arcs, they would focus on lesser characters. Um, so, Avatar's case, 
Maybe we do focus on Suki a little bit more. Maybe we focus on May or Ty Lee, you know, and give them a little bit more to do. Uh, it doesn't have to be mm. the biggest thing in the world. Some of the filler arcs are just goofy. They just be Sokka yeah. goofing off with Momo and Appa for a couple episodes, you know? Be so, like a Hunt episode. Fit in there that would be amazing. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I think filler arcs definitely would have been a thing, but it could have been used to its benefit. I don't think it would have necessarily been a detriment to the show. And I, Avatar's yeah. kind of goofy enough where I think they can pull it off. Like, some shows, it's like you get a really dumb episode, but, like, I think with the right writer, you can just make a silly, fun adventure, and most fans would accept it. Yeah, mm. uh, who doesn't want more of their favorite thing? Right. Yeah. All right, I will go ahead and go with my number two. Round number two is right. I think so. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, this is a a very general thing, but there will be power ups in Avatar, like Dragon okay. Ball Z power ups, and there will be transformations. Like Avatar State will feel like Super Saiyan One transformation. Uh, also, there will be like spirit fusions, like temporary spirit fusions at, for power ups, things like that. Uh, That's another thing Korra kind of did. Yeah, exactly. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, I can imagine Korra would have also like fused that like Phoenix spirit thing, mm-hmm. and or Korra would like reach that. Uh, she would then like go into her mega avatar state mode of like fully giving herself to pretty much the actual projection or the, I guess that wasn't technically actual projection, but it was the projecting herself wider and stuff. She would be able to do that like more times than not. Like it would be like a special attack for her. Um, and then each element would have like a special form. Like earthbenders would have rocks. Oh, he's in the rock mode. It's pure it's hard as steel, or water would be like, oh, it's it's reflects anything that comes its way, things like that. Uh, I'm gonna go next if you don't mind, Mike, just because mine is very similar or related yeah. at least. And so I said that the world of subbending would be would be mm. immense and just boundless, but that idea that <laughs> they. Uh, and I think you know, it lends itself well to that. Like even uh, I don't know, like fu- fused powers, fusion powers. Um, mixed, uh, like mixed children with multiple powers from mom and dad. Things like it would have gone crazy. Oh, I would hate that so much. In this, in the, what's that? I would hate that. So, like, that's what makes that special. Okay. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, maybe it's not all the time. Maybe it's rare, or whatever. But they would have gone kind of crazy no, broad I mean, yeah, right. with the world of yeah. of subbending in a way that allowed new things to pop up more frequently that you weren't previously aware of or expecting. Mm-hmm. Chris, uh, for what it's worth, I like what you said better. I didn't, it, it's, it feels kind of natural to think about somebody like going into like rock form or water form, you know, and taking on the, the shape of this element in a larger scale, even if they're not an avatar. Right. So I actually prefer yeah. what you said if I, if I got to pick one. Um, but yeah, I just think it'd be a broader universe of how the powers are exercised. Yeah. That that's another one of those where it's like, I think that might end up hurting the series a little bit, honestly. Because like I, I one do, of yeah, one of my favorite things is the power system, and my my 
one of my points we're all in agreement of like just the 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 convoluted power system like you were mentioning earlier chris jjk specifically it's like yeah the the beauty of avatar is just (laughs) people bend element nation can possibly bend sub-element and that's the extent of it and that's the beauty of it um but that power creep and that kind of convoluted hey we're gonna have all these different sub jump sub bendings can one it's gonna make the avatar less special because the ability to bend all these different things is what makes them unique if, if i could and if a waterbender can have five different variations of water bending, that by itself makes them a threat to the avatar as yeah. far as how, how special they are and unique they are um but that definitely would be an anime trope, an anime thing, because yeah. no matter how long every anime runs into this, of by season three, power creep creeps in at some point, yeah. and it's like they're all planet, you know, they're all planet busters, right? Nope, that is key to my appreciation and of and enjoyment with with the Avatar universe is that some of those bounds and structures. Yeah. All right, I think we're on number two for Mike. Okay. Ugh, I should have planned this out better. My last two are kind of negative, but... Uh, no, it's good. My first just... one, my number one, very negative. I'm going to go on a mini rant. Ooh. Okay. Chris, do you want to uh, plot it so you go last with your number one so you can... Yeah, sure. We can do snake order. I can get my last two out the way. Yeah, you hit your last two, then I'll go, then we'll let Chris uh, give his uh, soapbox. Cool. <laughs> uh, the, the, the short and simple one. Ira would be a pervy sage. <laughs> oh, uh, he would be the pervert like, character. He's, already, he's so close he's already. already a, he's already right. a little pervy with June, but uh, if he's like, if he's like Jiraiya, yeah, that would. It's, <laughs> or worse, Roshi. His character would be. Yeah. I would not. Iroh's my favorite, even though I, <clears throat> I've been, um, scolded. I've been of hating Iroh. Scolded <laughs> for your treatment of Iroh. Yeah, scolded for. Not like, by me, by yeah. incorrect people. I love Iroh. He is my favorite character in across the universe. But he has a complicated past that involves mm-hmm. murder and, and and killing people and, and stuff. He is responsible leading an army that leaves the people in a fairly unjust war. I don't care what how you try to spin it. They were just like, hey, we want to take over. And Iroh's like, sure, let me help that. People died in that war, and it took for his son to die for him to be like, man, maybe war not so good. Um, <laughs> That's and how I, I love said Iroh. it in his head. <laughs> <laughs> oh, maybe war Gee, not so whiz. good. My son died. Good so, golly! Um, but yeah, he, I, if he was a pervy sage like that, um, I, I wouldn't like him. Would Gyatso have also been kind of a pervy sage, or would, they, would you have to pick one? Hmm, he would have been more like I think a stoner. Okay. Fair enough. Unless yeah. I really, you don't really see stoners in anime that much. A little bit. You see purrs. Purrs is a yeah. more more anime. Yeah. yeah. It you know, you guys mentioned that, that scene with June and it's like Yeah, that that would just be he would be that. Nine times out of ten. Right. And instead of one episode I, out of twenty, it'd be Right. Yeah. <laughs> and that then that one episode, I don't know uh if they officially said it, but I just assume that was kind of like, yeah, this is anime inspired so we have to do the, the pervy thing once with with Iro and I we gotta try like it out just to see if fans <laughs> like it and fans responded negatively and we never brought it up again <laughs> um Good. so yeah that's kind of the short and sweet one like I, 
I'm glad that wouldn't happen. Uh, this next one is a it's a bigger point. I don't know if you guys uh, had it on your list or not, but it would just be poorly developed female characters. And Avatar, The Last Airbender, and The Legend of Korra, their biggest strengths are their their female characters, right? Like some of the best ones on the show are their female characters. Anime is notoriously bad at handling women, and so that would just fundamentally break this entire show <laughs> if Katara, Azula, Toph. June, May, Tylee, if all of them were just trash, like 90% of anime women, this show doesn't work. So mm-hmm. that, to me, is why Avatar shouldn't be an anime, um, an anime or have been based on a manga, because those are notoriously <laughs> bad with their treatment of their female cast and characters. Um, they either would have been crazy sexualized, or they just would have been underdeveloped and only served the male characters, and I don't want to live in that that world in Avatar: Last Airbender or The Legend of Korra. That is a tremendous point that I had not considered at all. That's awesome, or wouldn't be awesome, rather. <laughs> uh, awesome point, but be- very bad idea. Yes, awesome point. <laughs> yeah, let's not do that. Let's save Avatar from that. Guys, my number one is all the Korra fights, all of them in specific ways, would be the greatest things ever. So Korra versus Kuvira would obviously be giant mechs, right? Um, yeah. Zaheer and Amon, those would be more like Naruto or like ninja battles. Uh, Korra and Unavatu, that would be a giant uh, kaiju, like kaiju monster fight, right? They'd just be those things in more extreme anime ways, and the finales of those seasons would get longer, for better or for worse, uh, would mm. get much longer. That would occupy a much greater amount of the real estate. But they would each take on tropey, classic anime themes, and I would probably love that part. I personally would probably enjoy bigger, drawn-out finales that just lasted a few more episodes. Mm, Yeah. Uh, More dramatic dialogue at weird times, also. more Within those battles, more long long dramatic spiels at times Uh, where you're like, is now a good time? The most, I think the most we ever get that is like right before Angers Ozai fight, where Ozai is like, and now you come to fight me, and like, and everything is right, and then stuff. And like, he taunts Aang kind of throughout that fight. It, yeah, that's probably the most we get, or sort of that in fight dialogue. Yeah. Well, and I mean, yeah, book two of Korra, like, it is basically a giant kaiju fight already. Again, maybe there'd be more. Maybe there'd be like more uh, debilitating city destruction and things like that. Be more yeah. extreme, but it's basically a kaiju fight. Pretty much. All right, my number one is might um, someone stole my thunder. Worst female representation. <laughs> so I completely agree with everything you just said. The female yeah. representation would be horrendous. And I tell people this all the time, like, anime, especially Shonen, has terrible female rep- representation. Like, if, if Avatar wasn't anime, The Legend of Korra wouldn't exist. <laughs> like, it just wouldn't. They would not have the main character be a female at all. Like, they would just, like, skip Korra and go to the next Avatar, who's a, a boy, or whoever the next one is a boy. Korra just wouldn't exist as the main character. And I get in arguments with people, with, like, a few women. And they'll be like, shonen's for boys. Like, why would they have to have a female character? Like, 
that's so dumb to me. Like, why would a why yeah. would a little boy not want to watch a powerful, female, strong, very well written woman? Like, that's that's they say it like it's against the law. But like, boys can't watch strong female. Like, of course they can. Like, fe- strong female women exist in the real world. They see these people, or at least they should and notice them. Those right. need to be reflected in. In in anime, um, and, it, and it, I, I just it just bothers me when people say that. I'm just like this. That's a dumb, dumbass excuse. That's second time I've cursed in today. So that's I got two more for the year because I only curse like four times a year. Uh, but oh, man. that's a tight, going along that's with a tight that, standard. I know. Go along with that. They'll be objectifying the female characters so badly, like Katara's. Like her, her costume would be like cleavage down the middle. Even at the age of fourteen, it'll it'll be like that. Um, um, and let's see, yeah, there will never be a main character, like you said, Mike. They will all be kind of serving. And I don't want to say like there's no good female characters, but even in Shonen, Grant, I haven't I heard that Bleach has a, a few good ones. Um, and I don't watch One Piece. Um, I'll never watch One Piece. Um, nothing against One Piece. I just don't want to commit. I got I got a life. I don't want to commit that time to it. Um, <laughs> no shade for me there. <laughs> um, even like the female characters that I think are are fairly good, there's still a lot of stuff wrong with them. Like I love Nezuko. She's great. She doesn't talk. <laughs> like that's <laughs> that's a problem. Why doesn't she talk? She all the other demons talk. And they try. They explained it at some point. They might explain this last season, um, but that that bothers me. I think Sakura is a fairly decent character in Shippuden, but she's still hung up over Sasuke all the time. Like she trains and she grows and she comes. Like, and I and I hate how people treat Sakura. Like it's it's almost how they treat how fans treat Korra. Like even the Korra's a way way better character than Sakura. But Sakura doesn't deserve all the hate she gets. <laughs> but like Sakura. People like you're like, oh, she's not up to Naruto and mm-hmm. Sasuke level. Like no one really is. Those two are reincarnations up- of God. <laughs> yeah, like like Sakura pretty much trained herself to Hokage level, right? But that it would it would be so bad for the female character. And Mike and Brian have always been like very adamant, like especially when they're making Legend of Korra, like they because they wanted to make her uh, a female, because that's what they thought, because Mike and Brian doesn't think about <laughs> that. And apparently the studio was like, hey, just go test this in front of a test audience with boys and stuff. And they're like, okay, sure, whatever. And they're like, yeah, the boys didn't care that, that she was a female, because they wouldn't, because they're, they're boys. Like, why? Anyway. Yeah, Sometimes I just like, think, I mean, I, I have... I have four older <laughs> sisters, and they're all different and strong in their own ways. I grew up getting beat up by them sometimes, and I grew up taller than them, was beating them up. So I have a, <laughs> and I have a great mother. So I, don't, I have a great sense of, of, of that women come in all different characters and stuff, and they have their own lives and their own dreams and their own goals and their own strengths and also their own weaknesses. But anyway, yeah. agree with everything you said. Yeah, you're you're d- totally right. It's one of those things where it's like the anime tropes of how they 
Like it would be a complete. It would fundamentally change the show because yeah. Avatar: The Last Airbender and The Legend of Korra, especially The Legend of Korra, obviously, are built upon those female <laughs> characters, right? Because like when you think about even just the sheer number of them in Avatar, right? The main cast you have Aang, Zuko, Sokka. Those are really the only male characters in the entire show outside of like Zhao one season, Iroh. You know, that's pretty much it. The rest of them are women. And that's yeah. awesome. And that is what makes this show stand out against these other shonen like anime. So yeah, it that's that'd be the biggest change. And I don't know what this franchise would even look like. Oh my gosh. It, yeah, it would not be the same franchise at all. Like especially Legend of Korra, because you got Korra as the main character. And Korra is like I, I consider Korra as the strongest character really oh, ever um not well not yeah because they're probably yeah the strongest character um and she is like unabashedly strong like she is physically probably the physically without a doubt strongest person on the show <laughs> like she lifts up yeah tenzin and three of his kids easily just boom that's just like, muscle that's not even bending yeah, anything. that's not bending that's muscle uh, and then you got Asami, you got Lin and Suyin, you got uh, Janora who plays a huge role, um, and then you got Kuvira. Um, the, but... the world of Avatar is just full of like <clears throat> some of the some great, great written female characters that you don't see. In, you in you mentioning Lin and Suyin is automatically like think of the older men in anime, right? And it's like Master Jiraiya is this is this amazing toad sage and then Lacey Nade is she, she sits in an office right like Lin and Suyin and Toph they can still fight with the best of them and Sonade gets yeah. her moments I'm not taking that away from her like it's no disrespect to that character I love that character yeah. but that's the and point that, of like and, yeah. men get older I, they get stronger women get older they don't oh, exist or have the story that's a good point because even in and I'm dipping my toes in the Boruto because my daughter is watching a little bit like Hinata and Sakura from Whack and Tail is just like, yeah, we're kind of done with <laughs> with that stuff. Like, and they're in their prime, probably. Like, they're yeah. like thirties like or something like that. Yeah, Hinata's retired. Sakura is like head of the hospital, so she's not retired. Retired, but she's not in the field. She's head doctor of the entire village, which is like, the sad thing but... is, is that Naruto probably does female representation the best out of a lot of the shonen that I'll watch, because yes, I think about, I have, I have a bunch of statues over here of my favorite anime. Because, uh, let's see, Mikasa is just really there to uh, support. Eren is a huge part of her whole deal. Then mm-hmm. Nezuko, Can't Talk, um, Yu Yu Hakusho, even though it's my favorite anime of all time. And I, and I love, I wouldn't, if I was, if I was like redo Yu Yu Hakusho, I would make Botan like a fighter and stuff. Have you, have you seen? Okay, but like Keiko, I wouldn't make. To me, the relationship between like Keiko and, and Yusuke is so freaking good. It's like one of the best written relationships because like she holds her own. She's the only one that holds Yusuke to his crap, and that in itself makes her strong. Like she doesn't have to be physically strong. Um, but I love that show. I'm currently rewatching it. But yeah, sadly enough, granted, I haven't seen Bleach and I haven't seen One Piece, but Naruto might have some of the best female representation 
One Piece is solid from what I've seen, but it's it's in that Naruto boat of like you're better, it's still not great. <laughs> yeah, boobs hanging out and stuff like that. Oh yeah, one thousand percent in One Piece. Um, all right. Honorable mentions. Uh, do you have any honorable mentions? Any of you two have honorable mentions? I do. And I don't have too many, so if you don't mind, I'll rattle off mine first. Uh, my biggest ones, there'd be more talking during the battles, specifically while doing or executing moves. There'd be move names oh, yeah. being shouted and stuff just all mm-hmm. the time, mid, mid-attack. I feel that was like... one of mine. It definitely is just like, I'm going to launch the ultimate extra air ball and, and, and yeah. does the thing. Oh, they like, would be like, dancing dragon attack. <laughs> Absolutely. They would, you know, I mean, they kind of get into like naming their, naming the airbending move that Aang invents the air ball or whatever. Right. But no, it'd be like, he has to say it when he does it. <laughs> and that would be important for some reason. I feel like a Toph would be more OP in her like in the powers that she has still, like I think that she would be even more OP and her, her weaknesses would lie like in her temperament, but they would make that, take that to a more extreme degree. Um, and then that, <laughs> that there could have been like an entire arc of Korra's unsanctioned, unsanctioned back alley fights as she's recovering would have been like its whole own story oh, arc. And then I probably yeah. would have enjoyed that personally. And those were my those were my biggest wins. Sean, Mike's still good, all right? Not not you, literally, Mike. Mike's the microphone. Good. Yep, we're still good. The microphone. Okay. <laughs> to make. I did have. I did uh, think of oh, a couple. Um, before you go, one would be. This is correlated. I just thought of it, but like we would get the sports spinoff, right? We would get the pro bending, blue lock spinoff. You remember oh. that's just an arc. That because that's the thing, like. A lot of these shonen esque anime always have the tournament arc, right? We'd have to get that. We'd have to get some sort of tournament arc. <laughs> and yeah. so whether and so I think Korra would use that um pro bending as a uh, way to do that. Um <laughs> which would be ridiculous. Another one uh that I was thinking of dang it, it just slipped my mind. It'll come back. It'll come back. Welcome back. Tournament arc is on mine as well. There will be at least two tournament arcs. Yeah, one probing. Probably one. So I mean, they did the the Earth Rumble, and there will probably be a tournament arc in there where Aang has to like work his way into there. Um, there'll probably also be a tournament arc for uh, maybe learn from Master Paku. Paku and Katara has to like work her way up to it. Like, all right, finally, I made it. Oh, she will be in disguise the whole time. Yeah, she'll be in disguise because she can't. Because she, yeah, she'll be disguised as a woman. I mean, she'll be masked, is what I'm saying. <laughs> no, but who is this masked fighter? Um, speaking of the Yuhak show, uh, yeah. But anyway, keep going with your uh, if you if you remember what your other other ones were. It has not come back. It was Toph related though, so I'm gonna get back to it eventually. <laughs> it's on the tip of my tongue. Okay. <laughs> Uh, all right. Some going. of mine, I have, I have a bunch. Um, let's see. Flashbacks. We talked. We, you guys touched on it briefly. There'll be so many more flashbacks in the show. Mm-hmm. So many. Naruto. So there needs to be a shortened, abridged version of Naruto that takes out some of the flashbacks. 
because I don't think there's a single episode of Naruto that doesn't have a flashback in it. Like it's it's weird. It's not they do flashbacks is annoying. It's like we just this thing just happened and we're flashing back to it five minutes later. Why? We just saw that thing happen. I you hate nothing more than a flashback <laughs> of something that happened in the same episode. <laughs> I feel like that should be illegal to do it that should. to people. It yeah. should. Like, if I'm binging um, it, this was three episodes ago, I get it, but, like, it this makes is the same me, episode. It makes me think of, uh, it's either, I think it's the later Dumb and Dumber, and not that they're good movies by any stretch, but they, they drive up to one of the characters' houses, he's like, man, a lot of good memories in here at this house, mm-hmm. and Jim Carrey's character's like, remember that time five minutes ago we rode up on a bike? And he's like, yeah, that yeah. was great. <laughs> I remembered mine, just to get it out the way right quick. Um, somebody would have an army, and that's either Toph communicating with the Badger Moles and getting a Badger Mole army, cool. or we've seen we've seen people in the spirit world, especially that uh, Hey Bye episode, right? What like do the Lord of the Rings get the undead army? We have all, we know the avatars are in the spirit world. We know that they can come in and out of the spirit world, especially in Korra. Where are where's where are dead armies or spirit armies? Man, that mm. un- the, the undead army under the mountain in Return of the King kind of makes me mad because, like, there is no reason for them not to be helpful. Like, they are undead spirits who can walk on water. Like, how? Come on! Yeah, I still need to rewatch Lord of the Rings. I haven't watched it in probably twenty years. That's, that's a that's yeah. a, a a touchy subject for me. The I forget the <laughs> name of them. The, the undead army Aragorn drums up. Yeah, but I feel like like in in these type of situations, like you have the war arc of the main character finally has the help they need an army behind them, right? Um, Team Avatar usually they actually just fight the entire show with just like four kids, <laughs> four or five no. children. Never save a the proper world. army. Never. I mean, they had I guess the Day of Black Sun was as close as they got, but yeah. yeah. Yeah, you know, I feel like there was opportunities to increase their numbers, and they they didn't. And anime definitely would have done that because they wanted to make that scale raise up a little bit. But cool. Uh, all right. Finish off my stuff. Uh, this probably actually happened in the show. Uh, the main character would die at some point, and like legitimately die but come back. Don't. I know it doesn't make. Like an avatar, you know, we were left with that cliffhanger, but Aang would have been dead for longer, or in a coma for longer. Something to the same where he has to come back. He comes back in the, in the moment of most importance. Um, right, not, like at, special... not like at his own convenience, just because he woke up. <laughs> yeah. Goku, fight his way back out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there will be, like, special weapons. Like, we really only get one weapon, and that's Sokka's Space Sword and Boomerang. There will be more... Like special special weapons, like oh, this weapon was held by General So and So, So and So, and it has these certain properties to it. So yeah, more I'd, special weapons, more more non benders too, right? Like we have yeah. the Seven Swordsmen oh. of the Mist, right? It's like that's a thing that yeah. never really happened here. It's just Sokka, Suki, Paku, really. <laughs> yeah, and w- go along with that non bender, there'll be someone who is like intellectually the smartest person ever. Like, there would be a Shikamaru. Like, Sokka is the smartest person probably in the show, but he is, like, not on 
the, yeah. the strategist level that <laughs> the like other anime characters are. That's like, oh, we're playing 4D chess here. No 4D chess going on in Avatar. Yeah, for sure. Uh, uh, so there will be probably crazy, almost hard to follow animation, like, and this is for this would change. It was still, I'm not. Sure, I think this would just be a. It wouldn't change for better or for worse. It'd just be different because while Avatar's animation isn't like as fluid as some anime is and and fast paced and stuff, it's it's easy to follow and it's beautiful. Like, it is absolutely stunning at times. It's interesting. Anime really doesn't focus that much on backgrounds. But if you watch Avatar and specifically Legend of Korra, like, Brian Knitsko, for some reason, is very much focused on background. <laughs> He's like, oh, yeah, we hand-painted these backgrounds and stuff. And you can see it, too, in some of the, the detail. Like, you ever just focus on the backgrounds in, in Avatar. Specifically Legend of Korra, those backgrounds are, are immaculate. Oh, oh, I think I thought it died. Uh, inner monologue. There'll be inner monologues, and I would love that if there were inner monologues. If used uh, well, they'd be great. Yeah, true. <clears throat> uh, to go along with that a little bit, there will be bystanders, and you guys mentioned this before. Uh, there'll be bystanders like gawking at people's power, <laughs> like either bystanders, people who are fighters, who are like this is out of our league. They'll be like, oh, look at that power. Yeah, or she has. Can't believe that, it. They've reached this level. That reminds me specifically for Aang, right? Like we we talk the legend of like how fast the Avatar is and how fast Aang can be. It's like his speed would be amped up a bit more if this was an anime. Yeah. So they could be like, my eyes can barely keep up with him. He's so fast. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my last thing, which I'm torn because I would love it, but also I love the intro to Avatar. There would be different theme songs and intros for each season, like actual songs, and that would be kind of cool. Just that would be just a little bit cool, even though I love the, the intros. Those are all honorable mentions. Definitely, an anime OP and ED would be sick for this show. Um, what what type of vibe would you want? Like, if you were to What's think the of, thing? I don't know, Mike. Yeah, because. And I was thinking about the because Mike and Brian, they're so specifically Brian, because uh, he is he's the music guy. Like he love, he plays in a band, so he's very much into music. Yeah. Like they are so g- authentic with with their instruments and stuff like that. And like they're very like, yeah, well, they score Jeremy's it. yeah, very like Jeremy Zuckerman was like, oh, well, this instrument is a Zuki horn. And I went to a guy and he knew how to play it, and I kind of learned from him for a minute. They were like, "Oh, this is a little calligrapho." I that, I just made up that name, but it's just like the little kalimba. Yeah, he had me yeah. sold. <laughs> he was close. That's the it's, thing. Like, yeah. oh, okay. It's a kalimba. Um, so yeah, yeah, I'm not. They definitely wouldn't be like a lot of modern anime are more like that lo-fi or like a hint of hip hop in it. I don't know what Avatar. Avatar would probably be more like. Demon Slayer intros. I know I'm being stubborn, but I just I don't even want to picture Avatar's music presented in any other way, shape, or form. It is fair. It is delightful. It is one of my favorite aspects of a great show. Like I, I, don't touch it. Don't touch it. 
I think I love that it's instrumental too. Like that it's not lyrical whatsoever. I think I love that it's purely instrumental all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Someone like, did a uh, someone did an Avatar intro. If Avatar was anime, it's a great <laughs> intro too. I have to uh, maybe put in descriptions from this, but it's like a it's a typical anime intro of of like you know how anime intros are. It's it's. Mm-hmm. I can't even explain it. But. That might be my pe- uh, pet project for the next couple of months. It's just making intros for each book and see how that works. Ooh, awesome. Nice. I will 10 out of 10 watch those. Yeah. Well, I think... Well, uh, friends, yeah. Final well, thoughts? Yeah. Uh, anything you forgot to say earlier? Oh, last oh. chance? What's, it, what's an anime with a high and tight storyline that I need to try to get into? Oh well, Sean, you should. Sean, I keep, you don't want to. You're not gonna fall. Anyway, Death Note. Have you watched? Have you started Death Note at all? Started. Ah, uh, that's too dark for me. That's too too serious. Oh, you need something that's tight and and has the same level of lightness. Those, a lot of those don't exist. <laughs> Fullmetal Alchemist Brotherhood might be, but was it about eighty episodes? Maybe maybe not even that many. I can probably live with 80 episodes. It's going to take me forever. My family's fun. That's still running. Um, it's By his family? I watched, um, I watched some of it, and then I just didn't... I don't know. <laughs> it was fine. There's also Vinland Saga. You know, that's a good one. No, that's, 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 that's that going, I love Vinland Saga. Vinland Saga, to me, is like, it's, a, it's a great antithesis to Attack on Titan. Like, like those two characters are are so opposite each other. Uh, Thorfinn, I think, probably has the second best character arc, one of the best character arcs I've seen in anything. Uh, so, Sean, you might Villa Saga is it's it's pretty contained. It's probably forty episodes or so. It's a great anime, but it's like it's a kind of historical anime almost. Um. There's no fun in it. There's no fun <laughs> at all. <laughs> like, it's an action drama, you know. Yeah, it is. Like, there's no fun. That's a very. No, that sounds really de- derogatory. Knowing you, Sean, I wouldn't recommend that to you. I I tend to like things it's a great one. lighter-hearted. I there's no you can it can be derogatory if it needs to be. I'm a Nintendo guy, right? That's the that's the that's the tone of in my leisure time that I like to take in. And I think that's pretty pervasive in my like TV show music, everything. That's the level of depth and drama that I want. Yeah. I think full metal Alchemist brotherhood is your closest bet. It's 64 episodes. Brotherhood is the second one, right? Like the, sorry, the, the later better iteration of it. Yeah, it is. It is the one that is more closely based on the manga. So that one I have, uh, I want to say I made it a couple seasons and like I wasn't not enjoying it. That might have been one of those that I just it didn't have me all the way hooked, yeah. but I enjoyed what I saw. Uh, had good constraints to it. Mike, I t- I've t- yeah, told this to Chris before. I enjoyed the first sixty-ish episodes of My Hero Academia. That that first yeah. major arc, uh, overarching arc, is that a thing? But um, after that, it just again it kind of kind of fell away from me or it felt like 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 powers and stakes immediately got watered down by 
buy some creep, um, or if there's a better terminology for it. But it just I do think that I do think it went down a little bit to me. But the I do think it went down a little bit. But this last arc of, of and Sean doesn't care about spoilers of Deku not. being like on his own. I loved that was yeah. Cock Chan's character arc, Chef's Kiss. It's great. Um, so it ended on a high note, and then I started reading the manga. Then I was because I was I don't know why I started reading the manga. I didn't care for like the the uh, I don't know the USA lady girl. Yeah, um, Stars and Stripes. That's her name. Yeah, MHA. Like is, MHA is a great series, but the power creep is something and like i if that turned you off i don't know if there's enough to get you back it's the thing because like uh chris was saying that vigilante deku arc is phenomenal i think you'd really love that if that's what you were into but then the power creep kind of creeps back up with star yeah. and stripe and doesn't really go away yeah understandable well for what it's worth that is uh that show strikes a strikes a, a tone uh in the visual style that uh, things like that that i enjoy that my brain has an easy time latching on too. So my hero academia for those episodes was very easy, very easy to get into for me. But then like I said, it just, there's a certain point where my rubber band breaks and my brain's like, Nope, Nope. That makes everything before this feel disingenuous and pointless. Mm. Now that this thing is here, uh, Sean, do not, you know, you might, you might have fun watching Jutsu Kaisen. Just, I, when I watch it, I, I'm just like, I'm not understanding what's going on. I'm just going with the vibes. And I'm just, I'll catch. Let's talk, it was no fun. <laughs> no, the thing is, there's fun in Jujutsu Kaisen. There's a lot of heartache, but there's fun in it. Villain Saga has zero fun. It's no, it's like, I was kidnapped as a child. I want to kill this man. That's my whole life. Kill him, kill him, kill him, kill him. You're right, oh, that doesn't sound fun. I'm a, that is sounds real bad. He has, he, the main character has a one track mind until something happens. Until whatever happens, I forget what happens. Is, oh, never mind. I won't ruin. I won't ruin one side for anyone who might be listening. But fair enough. The main character. Was, I don't think I even laughed once. Chuckled once watching the villain side. Man, I got I, sm- I got a smile or or laugh or a, a little. I need a comic relief. At least a character, you know. No, that's, nope, no one's a comic relief. I can't do no, it. This is like, Villain Saga is about like, it's about like England's push to take over all of Great Britain, all of the UK huh. during that time. And what's so the other a lot one of, that you were recommending alongside Villain Saga that's not no fun? Um, There's uh, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. But you said you watch a lot of that. I made it through most. Um, was, I feel like at least half, and I'm I definitely totally fine yeah, with it. Yeah, definitely have some fun to it. That's probably the most closely. I think that's probably the most similar anime to Avatar, in that it's not like hyper violent or anything. Um, oh, they're just, they're and they're per- fairly self-contained. I don't think there's even filler in. I haven't watched Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood in a while, um, but it's pretty. Straightforward. There's a good brotherly bond there. It it can make you feel good at times. Mm-hmm. A lot of people hold it as like one of the best anime. Um, it's not in my best anime thing. It's probably only like fifth or something. But also, I'm sure if I rewatched it, I would like it more. Because like when I first watched Avatar, I wasn't like immediately. This is my favorite show of all time. It took a while. It took probably on the third rewatch 
maybe fifth. I think it was the fifth rewatch. That I was like, this is the greatest show ever. And then I was like, holy crap, that means I like the show more than Batman the Animated Series, which was like the, you know, the thing that formed me <laughs> along with other things as a person. Um, but a lot of people hold Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood to a really high regard. And I continue to recommend Yu Yu Show to you. It's a Yu Yu Show is funny to me. It's funny and it's action packed. And there is a power scaling thing that gets, but it's it's out of the it's gate. Still it, out of the gate, it's so very nebulous. I feel like I have no idea of the constraints of what could possibly happen, and that that's a correct assumption going into the show for the first ten episodes or whatever. You have no idea. It's fine. The power system and you actually isn't isn't really complicated. It's, really it's not. But picture picture trying to get into it again and. Like I said, through those first ten, like up through that first tournament, you like you have no idea what the constraints on any of this. Anything could show up on the other side of that door and just be infinitely powerful. You know what I mean? Like, there's no yeah, you got to push through. There's so much good stuff in you. Okay, well, the good stuff should appear sooner than ten episodes if it wants to keep my like, interest. That's, that's you know, I respect your opinion. You know, you don't, Sean, you don't the more even I hear you. You don't have to respect my opinion. That's fine. I'm happy that you're here either way. <laughs> the the more I hear you talk, the more I like. My hero would have been my number one recommendation, um, and, just off of vibes. And I think, and you know, knowing that you did watch and you did enjoy, because you said you got like six episodes in. The yeah, show and that's no slouch, right? That's all of that's all of Avatar: yeah. Last Airbender. So yeah, that, that that's like the series is at like episode one fourteen. You're not that far away, you know. So, yeah, like, not horribly. Um, but that's why, like, it was an easy Emily. fit, and Chris was very oh, confident when he recommended it, and he was right. It was a good, good fit yeah. for my brain. Did you I get to the so. point where where he met Ari? Is Ari? It's Which a little girl, like? little girl with white hair. Yes, we met Ari. Okay. Did you watch the end of that? I don't know if I made it to the end Did of that you? arc. Uh, I cried at it. I cried at the end of that. that arc. Season. How do you spell her name? A R Y. E R I, E R I, M H A. Cool. Yeah, that definitely song, Mary. Yeah, ah, so good. Um, but yeah, yes, that's why I made like, it. I, I made it to the end of that arc. So it might have okay. been might have been seventy plus episodes. Interesting. Yeah, because I don't think the power creep happens really until this current season. So I wonder where you felt that. <laughs> oh gosh, this current season, the main villain. There's like, y'all made him too OP, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> that's but, something yeah, that um, bothers me. Yeah, it's never good. That's that's why I think Spy Family might be at least worth a shot, because, like, Power Creep's not a big concern. It's about a spy, and it's about an assassin, and, like, they kill people with, with, with guns and, and knives. and like, That's that's kind of the gist of it. Power Creep, I don't think, will be an issue. We're only on season two. Uh, but it's it's a comedy, action comedy, so that might be more your speed. Since you said you were, yeah, by comedy, absolutely. It looks like I made it into I made it into the late seventies. Made it through that arc. Okay. So somewhere early on in the next sequence, something in there must have hit me pretty like ugh. Um. So my spy family is my takeaway. And uh, uh, Spy X family, I think spy, it's called. Spy X family, Spy X family. Okay, 
Um, is this a Tekken Cross Street Fighter thing? Is this a cross or, this, or an X? Oh, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's like the Hunter Hunter Sorry. thing. I lost audio for a second. What are you asking? <laughs> I said, is this one of those cases where I'm actually supposed to say cross instead of X? No. Okay. It's just Spy Family. Spy Family. Okay. But if you're looking oh, so up, it's they, they same thing that They do the same thing that Hunter Hunter does. Yep. Interesting. Hunter adds Hunter. Why? Yeah. Why is that a thing? That's, yeah, that's so. probably going to be more my speed. If Avatar was anime, it would be Avatar, Silent Ets, The Last Airbender. Um, I was, uh, Mike, I was telling Chris just like two or three weeks ago that uh, you know, Bleach on Netflix. Do you have any feelings on that? On there's a live action Bleach. Ah, uh, oh, oh I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I said Bleach. Though. I didn't mean Bleach. I meant One Piece. I'm so sorry. I'm embarrassing myself. Oh, okay, One Piece, the okay. recent one that is getting good reviews. I actually really enjoyed it. Um, as somebody who doesn't. <clears throat> have any intention on reading one piece the manga or watching the anime because they're over a thousand episodes and a thousand chapters long eight episode season i think is a good representation of that first arc uh the arlong arc or one piece uh i think they did a good job of kind of scaling it to live action in the sense that one piece is a very comedic show honestly if it wasn't for the length you might actually enjoy One Piece, Sean. It's it's possible um, it it prescribes to a lot of other things. Uh, that would be so funny, Sean, if you, as not the anime person, watched One Piece to completion, and I didn't. I I think that I would, would struggle with it because I struggle with the main character's voice, the voice yeah. acting, and it's a it's a kind of a grating voice to, in an Ash Ketchum kind of way. Uh, well, the English uh, voice, oh, interesting Ash- enough, I met them. I didn't meet them both. I saw them both at a con recently at a panel because they're both women, uh, mm-hmm. and so they do the. Oh, they! I feel like they purposely like that that little scratch, throat. that little grate <laughs> to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah. but but what I told Same Chris, I think Marta, that you know she her her voice is just like that. The highest praise that I could give that Netflix show, which I haven't even seen, but that was the first time with a live action on Netflix, and we were talking about it in the context of Avatar like a live action on Netflix that people's reviews on YouTube actually made me want to watch it. Usually I'm just like, Oh yeah, not missing anything. Uh, but no, the reviews, they weren't like just overwhelmingly positive. Uh, but a lot of them just said that it like painted the show in the right light. Well, probably would appeal to a pretty wide audience. So, uh, that's something that when I show up at Chris's house randomly one day and I'll spend a day watching the Netflix one piece. It's really fun. It <laughs> it's it's really fun. Um, I I think like I was saying um, a second ago, it scaled it to live action perfectly. Like one piece of very goofy, like silly <clears throat> manga at times. And Sean, you should read. You do it. <laughs> I should read. You read. I'm not no, reading. I'm sorry. Not read it. You should watch. I should watch. Okay, I was like, why are you read? Words? I will say. I will say, uh, I don't know if you guys heard, but Wit Studios, the studio behind Attack on Titan and uh, Spy X Family. Oh, no, not Villain Slug. It's Mappa. Mappa. Sorry. Yeah, but um, they're rebooting One Piece and they're going to. Seems weird to me. They didn't. It's not finished yet. It's for the people like us who are like, Thousand Episodes, I'm not watching that. The animation's bad. The voices are bad. Like, 
they're modernizing it in a way where Good. it's like accessible for us so maybe we can give that a try in like a year or two when it ever comes someone, out. <laughs> someone showed luffy's like recent big transformation and i'm like this looks like trash i don't get what <laughs> what you guys are hyping this up about he's dancing around and stuff and people are like oh it's level gear five whatever i'm just i guess like if someone just showed just goku going super saiyan one and you never seen Dragon Ball Z before. You're like, okay, I get like this is hype. Like the guy's mad. Things are going. There's thunder in the background. Lightning. He's he's glowing and he's ripped. Over, you know, yeah. like yeah, he's ripped. He screams and his hair changes. And but like Gear Five, I, I see it. I'm like, okay. You know what? Like I see it, and I don't like. I'm with you. I don't get it. But also, I'm like. I'm a thousand episodes behind. This probably has way more context than I have. What? True, there's context around it and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe there's not. Let's be honest. Who knows? <laughs> That's also a possibility. You know, I'm not going to discredit that yeah. either. <laughs> well, hey, Mike, thank you so much for joining us. We appreciate your input and your time today. It's nice to meet you and, and talk to you in person. My name's Sean. Down there is Chris. Up oh, here, other side. There we go. Down there is Chris Ford, aka the Objective Geek on Twitter slash X, YouTube, etc. As always, I'll put the details down in the description. Chris, the timestamp. When I forget and I ask you where to put the timestamp, it's at fifty-six minutes. We're gonna start talking about honorable mentions. And oh, okay. welcome to, or welcome to. It's the end. Thanks for watching Avatar: The Last Podcasters. We will see you next time. Stay flaming. Stay. F- we don't have. We, we don't. Catchphrase to. You know, my favorite you know, you is me rambling off about something. It, it's, just, right, it's like a know. continuation of whatever the last.